Welcome to the Weight Loss for Women podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can eat more, train less, and lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way. I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and Saturate, creator of pro-metabolic food supplements and seriously saturated skincare. And today I'm back with my co-founder and co-host, Craig McDonald. Welcome back, Craig. Hi. For another episode. I've got uh, Henry underneath the table here. Being a pest. Being a fucking pest. (laughs) (laughs) Craig has a lot of love for Henry. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a love-hate relationship. Mm. Poor old Henry. Poor old Henry. I don't know, but anyone who's got a sausage dog probably will I'm in a, relate. I'm in a Facebook page, the Gold Coast Dash Hound, whatever, and everyone says the same thing. They put up these pictures of them looking really cute, and they're like, oh, look how adorable he is, but he's really the spawn of Satan because he did this and this and this, and then all these people comment, and they're like, oh, my God, mine does that too. They're an awful dog. They're so cute, though. I'm like, why would you buy a Dash Hound? Seriously. <laughs> anyway. That could be my off-topic rant. This <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Moving Craig's on. weekly bloody rant. Moving on. No one cares, Craig. No one cares. Henry's very cute. Emma thinks so. Yeah. Emma thinks you're all right. See you next Tuesday. Red so mean to him. He's not mean to him. He's not really mean to him. He just, you know, mm. he's the child that he doesn't love. He just threw up in my office before because he ate the yogurt out of your bowl. And then he yogurt? comes into, rice pudding. He, well, whatever it was, he <laughs> comes into my office and throws up. Ah, oh, he's so cute though. Fucking. Anyway. anyway, what are we talking about? Uh, three three stages of success. Yeah. So today's yeah. podcast, I guess, what inspired this podcast is we often just talk about clients, don't we? Oh, we sure do. Always, yeah. you know, like it's you know we're, we're conti- some more than others. <laughs> but we're always, I think, you know, we just really want every woman who comes into our program to succeed. Yes. And feel good and achieve their goals because it really does flow into in, on into so many other areas of your life. And I think, you know, myself, you, Vic, uh, you know, Vic's been working for us now for th- over three years now. Mm. And, you know, the three of us are always looking for ways to improve, you know, how we deliver the coaching in our business, how we can improve things. You know, we've done this upgrade to our app now, which is so exciting. So mm. Vic and Craig have been... Craig started building this app how long ago? This because you had this idea about I wanted to build an app to to make the coaching was the the end of two thousand eighteen when I when I first met with the app developers and then I remember I went with you yeah Yeah. and then it started uh, early so what's it now yeah so that's four years ago that is insane to think about that. Lots of stress, everyone. Yes, probably, and then, probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, to be honest. Thank fuck. It's, Vic took uh, over yeah. about, I don't know, how long ago? Two years ago, maybe? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, she, she she really took the forefront when we, yeah. when we moved to this next... Iteration. Uh, yeah, which yeah. which started just over a year ago. Because so. we, we did a web app first, didn't we? Yeah, because yeah. it was essentially cost-effective to build it that way. Mm. So, you know, you build as many... <laughs> stages of it as you, as you can because it's quite easy and then mm. you know now we move to the native app which has got all the bells and whistles but obviously the expense goes up a lot more so i mean you know if i had have known what i've known back then i would have gone fucking just build the native app like this from that but, but it, you yeah, only I mean, know you know like you go into these yeah. things with an idea and not really knowing and then you oh, learn along the way yeah absolutely have no idea you think it's all fairly straightforward <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally like learning 
five different <laughs> languages. Uh. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely been a, a tough process. But, you know, going through the whole process has really because the, the app has continued to evolve based off what we're seeing from clients and their feedback and how they're responding to things and how the coaches can best interact with them and extract what they need out of them for them to do their jobs better. So it was built initially as a, a coach-centric uh, app first. and now To it's make the whole tracking process easier, right? So Correct. That, that's where it all starts. Yeah, we yeah. talk about tracking a lot. You yeah. know, and if you go back and listen to yeah. some of our other podcasts, so we look at, so we track food, we track training, we track biofeedback markers, sleep, you know, digestion, steps. mood, energy, yep. Yep. Oh yeah, steps, cycle issues, recovery from training, temperature yep. and pulse. Yep. Um, so, and you know, also the food tracker, I think too. So having one place where clients could check in, track everything, enter their weight just to make it really easy. Because prior to that, we were using... Google spreadsheets and my fitness power. Yeah, which is a bit of a yeah, fuck around, really. Different stuff. Yeah, and look, it just wasn't a very efficient way to to do the checking process or for the guys to give the best feedback they could because you know they were looking at a lot of different things. It didn't always give them the answers, and I mm. wanted to have it all in one spot on one page, um, so they could just deliver the best coaching services possible, and and that uh, mentality. Uh, has just evolved over time with what we want to see and, you know. Mm. Um, and then we obviously we, did it and launched yeah. it and then we were like, okay, if we because we, 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 nearly half yeah. of our clients are from the US. Yeah. And of course the bloody US has a different metric system, <laughs> which makes it so yeah. difficult. Yeah. So, so well, when, when we it, first uh, brought it out, we were only working with people in Australia and a few people in New Zealand. Yeah. Do you know? And, and obviously that's just, expanded, so that that's forced us to... Oh, you because know. it was just frustrating, I think, for and we get it. So then we decided, okay, well, let's let's invest more mm-hmm. and build a web mobile. Is that what you call mobile app? A like na- a native app. app, okay. Yes. Terminology, right? Yeah. Uh, so this was a year-long project, which Vic yeah. managed amazingly well. Mm. And we're just rolling out now into the business, which is so exciting. So it's got, you know, so much more functionality. It looks nicer. It, it's easier to use. The food track is better. It's got a barcode scanner in there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it definitely feels like using MyFitnessPal or, mm. or, or Chronometer. You know, it was, it, it's very much based off that uh, type of feel. Um, but just with all of our data and all of our metrics. Mm. Um, so it, it's it's really, really cool. And then obviously we've got some big plans um, coming up with w- what the next stage of the app is going to be, which I'm really excited about. But I'm mm. not allowed to say anything. That's right. Get in trouble. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but it's just it's, – it's always just coming from a desire to want to continue to be better and continue yeah. to learn. And, you know, I get excited by going down and discovering something where – you realise it's like I've been doing this a long time and then you, you, you just accept the fact that there's so much that you don't know. Yeah. But that actually really excites me because like when I learn something new, I'm just like, oh, this is really cool. I could use this. I could do this, whatever. Mm. Um, and I and I think from from that point is kind of what we're going to talk about on the, on the podcast today just with um, – we're talking about clients well, well, we and could, looking at clients yeah. that, su- that are successful yeah. in achieving their body and health goals. And we talk about this a lot and it to us it seems like there's three stages. Mm. Yeah, which is uh, basically you know something. Now, with the ever-evolving social media landscape, <laughs> there's no shortage of information on any topic. <laughs> Especially Which is quite confusing, actually. I think for most women, like yeah, a lot of women, especially when it comes to nutrition and training mm. and these things that we, you know, you know, pride ourselves in being experts in. There's a lot of people talking 
you know, it's certainly from a nutrition aspect, um, you know, how you should be doing things and what you shouldn't be eating and what you should be eating, how you need to focus and how you need mm. to be living. And it can be really, really overwhelming, you know, and, and a lot of people, we often hear people go, well, I know what to do. I've just got to do it, right? And it's just like, well, you probably don't know as much as you think and you probably don't know the things that are actually going to move the needle for you. Yeah, I think, I you, think focus, you know, yeah. if we talk about women in mm. general, you know, the women that I chat to, they're very much like I once was. You know, I thought I knew a lot of things, you know, a lot of, you know, like fasting and, you know, starving myself and cutting calories and, you know, not eating sugar and, you know, I thought that I knew how to be healthy but was I really healthy? No, I was, yeah. you know, not sleeping through the night. I had shitty cycles. Mm. You know, my hair was falling out. You know, I'd lose my shit at the drop of a hat. Uh, mm. Didn't have a sex drive. You know, so all these things are, in, I think, indicators of your overall general health. Yeah. So I didn't really actually know what to do. Yeah. To, to get healthy and achieve my body composition goals in a healthy and sustainable way. Like in a sustainable a way. A sustainable way. Yeah. Because yeah, it's like, what, 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 do you, what, what do you define as healthy? True. You know, like people will look at, you know, some fitness model with their abs hanging out. You can go, that's healthy. Town, they're like, oh, look how healthy they are. And they're like, well, no, they probably don't have a menstrual cycle. Their hair's falling out. They're starving. Yeah, all they're stuff. irritable. Could you just, know, be, like, just being lean yeah. doesn't mean that you're healthy. But also being lean, you know, and we, like Libby and I have talked about this a, a bit. You know, sometimes there's, I think, you know, people – You'll see posts and, and, you know, they'll say, oh, you can't have a flat stomach and be healthy. Well, you can. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, there's certain things that you need yeah. to do and you, you need... You can yeah. be lean. You just Le- can't be shredded. Yeah, shredded. And there like, is a big difference. Yeah. Like yeah. probably what's sub 16, 15% body fat is... Yeah. It's getting pretty... Getting yeah. too lean. But above mm. that, you know, mm. like we've got women in our program that sit at a range of body fat levels mm. and that have good health markers. So I think, yeah. you know... When I think about a healthy woman, I think, well, okay, you know, sleep seven to nine hours, you know, has good quality sleep most nights unless, you know, shit will happen, you'll have a bad sleep. Um, You know, pretty regular and asymptomatic menstrual cycle, you know, no PMS, you know, no really bad menopausal or perimenopausal symptoms, you know, pretty good digestion, you know, Mm -hmm. shits every day, at least once a day, has a full bowel movement, Mm -hmm. pretty good balanced energy, you know, wants to bang their partner. (laughs) Solid. You know, healthy looking skin, you know, hair's not falling out. Mm-hmm. You know, all these things I think, uh, you know, warm, warm hands and feet. You're not freezing all the time. I was found, you know, when I was dieting, my hands were freezing all the time. Yes. Um, you know, I think these things, you know, you're pretty resilient to stress. Yep. You know, you can build that resiliency and you don't have one stressful thing happen and you just mm. fucked basically. You know, you don't get sick all the time. So I think these are good indicators. Yeah. Um, and like we said, like I don't think just looking at someone's body fat is necessarily no it's only, whether they're healthy or not healthy because, yeah, like we said, there's it's only one women one aspect. Yeah, yeah, in our program that said eighteen percent body fat or seventeen yeah. percent body fat, and then there's women at twenty five percent all have good health markers. Yep. Anyway, we got sidetracked. We no, digress. No, but, <laughs> so, so, but basically, what we're, we're what we're talking about there is that you know. A lot of people will know different things pertaining to nutrition and training, whatever. And, and if you've been following us for a while, you kind of understand all those things that Kitty just spoke about are the things that we value the most in terms of what we define as optimal health, right? Or all of those things working really, really well. So stage one is essentially knowing something, right? You know it, you know what it is. Yeah, so we've been coming to our program, they start to educate themselves, they understand, okay, this is what I have to actually do to get the result that I want. Yeah, right. So that's the second stage, which is actually doing the thing. Doing it. Right? So that requires 
um, prioritization. It requires potentially having hard conversations with your partner and people around you. It requires understanding your weekly schedule in terms of things that you've got and where you need to do things like food prep or your training, or, you know, depending on what your goals are. There, there's a process that you have to do in order to accumulate enough wins over time to start seeing those results, right? Mm-hmm. So first stage is knowing, second stage is doing the thing and then doing the thing for long enough mm-hmm. to then get to stage three, which is where you become the thing. Mm. Where it's, it's that it's, new identity, like it's, really... Yeah, yeah it's, it's just, just who, who you are, right? Yeah. You know, like, um, you know, I mean, there's plenty of examples. Like for me, I, I personally don't drink alcohol anymore, Um not that I, well, I would say that I have a particular thing against alcohol. I probably do it a, a little bit, but not, but not in the way that anyone thinks. It's just like if I really wanted to have a drink, I, I could, you know. Yeah. Maybe when we get married, you know, I might have a scotch, gl- glass yeah. of champagne, or you know, whatever. Something. Like you that. don't have to. Though. I don't have to. No, because I will be having one. Of course, you obviously, will. probably ten. Um, but the thing is, it's like. You know, when I was younger, I used to do all those sort of things and, and it was fine. But then the more I went on, the more I started to understand and learn and knew how it affected me. I just realized for what I want and what I value, that's just not a part of the equation for me. It, it mm-hmm. doesn't provide me with anything beneficial in any way. So I just go, I just don't do it. Mm. So I've become this version of myself that I envisage by doing all the little things every day that are going to get me to that goal. But the more you do it over time, the more it just changes how you do things fundamentally mm. to the point where it becomes effortless, mm. right? They'll be like, oh, you want to have a drink? No, thanks. Well, you don't drink? Yeah. Why don't you drink? Oh, I'm like, just don't drink. Yeah. Oh, you don't, why don't you just have one? <laughs> no, I'm fine. But I don't get emotional about it. Some people get really defensive. I'm like, no, I'm just fine. Yeah, it's, you, it you, is you, interesting. You, you, have, you have one for me. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just not a thing because this is just who I am. Yeah, which right, is like, – and like, you know, I think I've shifted my identity in the last, you know, however many years. Mm. I was that, you know, I'm writing this post next week about, you know, nine things I wish I could go back and tell my 19-year-old self <laughs> about life, Jeez, about training, about point. nutrition. Yeah. Uh, and I just selected these photo photos from the last – pretty much from school. There's a photo from school, yeah. you know, right over the last 20 years and all of them I'm fucking pissed. Yep. Except the one at school. <laughs> but I did used to get pissed at but school. Pretty much. <laughs> On the weekends, had huge parties at my parents' house. Oh, my God. My poor parents, they'd go away and I'd break into the house and have parties. Yeah. But, you know, I you know, I guess I met you and, you know, you had a good, good effect on me. And I got into training and we started this business and... Over the years, I think I've just gradually, haven't I, drunk less and less and less and less where I just very infrequently drink now. But there are times when I, it's like the old party girl kitty identity slips back in. And, you know, like I have been talking about the last like 12 weeks or would be, you know, I've been good for two weeks now. And it's not like I get shit faced. No. no, But just having those few drinks, you know, too frequently, not prioritizing my sleep, you know, it's a lot of socialising, more socialising than I would do, yeah. which probably would be fine if our workload wasn't so big and I didn't want to, you know, hit my numbers in the gym and make progress in training. Uh, so, you know, I just ended up really tired and felt mm. really shit and just, you know, I was like, this isn't who I am. 
Yeah. You know, this isn't who I want to be. Yeah. You know, I feel so much better when I – and I'm not saying I'm never going to drink in because, of course, I'm going to drink. But I just need to not let it be as frequent as it was, as it was and not, you know, have so many late nights. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I – I this person that I've become, I enjoy that. You know, I've been consistent now for two full weeks. I've been eating all my food, tracking accurately. You know, hitting my numbers in my training. I've been prioritizing sleep, and I feel like a million bucks. Yeah. And so I went to see some friends. Um, we caught up yes, twenty right. years. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These these were people I went to uni with, and we had a great catch up. And they drank a bottle of wine, mm-hmm. and uh, like. He asked me, you know, quite a few times, sure, I don't want to drink. I was like, no, no, I'm good, I'm good. And it was very easy for me to say no because, like, once I decide that I'm not doing something, mm. I'm like, that's it. Mm. You know, and, and I think, though, you know, in those moments, if you if you think, oh, God, I got to want to drink or, you know, you want to make a choice that is really in alignment with the old ident- identity, I always just stop myself and think, how do I want to feel tomorrow? Yep. You know, is this decision – is this decision in alignment with the person that I want to be, you know? And I, in that moment, think about, okay, I'll have this drink. Yeah, it'll be fun in the moment and I'll feel a bit tipsy and I'll probably, you know, feel like I'm a bit more connected to them because they're having a drink too. But then I'll come home and I'll probably want to eat some shit and then I won't sleep very well and then I'll get up in the morning and my training will be shit and I'll be dragging my ass through the day and that makes me make the decision not to have the drink. Like, yep. again, I'm not saying I'm never going to drink again, but yeah. you know, just in that circumstance, I wasn't going to. Um, and I think, you know, it, it does really come down to those micro decisions every day, every week mm. um, that will help you become that person. Yeah. Because we see a lot of women in our program, it's just an example. So they'll come in, you know, they might do the coaching for a while, they'll get some good results. Even Mel was telling me about this, actually, a client um, last week that she's been working with for a while, and she hasn't really become that person yet Mm -hmm. because she keeps going, oh, I just want to go back and do this. I'm just going to slide back and I get a bit complacent and and the old identity creeps in. Mm. Um, And we see it a lot with women in our program because unless you truly become that person, it's not to say, you know, like me, like I've, you know, let's just use the term fall off the fucking wagon (laughs) a little bit. Does it mean that you never get to, you know, like, you know, have some drinks again or whatever? Uh, I just think, though, if you don't fully become that person, it's just easy just to slip back. Yeah. Slip back into the old habits. Well, for most people, this is years and years and years of habit building. Mm. And the, the, the thing that no one really wants to take, not always, but in a lot of times take full ownership around is that you are a reflection of your habits and everything that you've been doing for X amount of years. So if you're in a pretty poor spot in terms of how you feel, you know, how you visually look, you know, a lot of those biofeedback markers, all those things are really poor. Well, that, 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 all of that's just a reflection of what you've been doing. Mm. And for a lot of people, and I know it's hard to just make this big switch and it's got to be gradual. And if you take the gradual approach, you know, that, I mean, that's got to be relative to you and you've just got to accept that when you take a gradual approach. It's, the it's, results are also it's, gradual, it's which is totally fine. Yep, but absolutely. you just need to, I think, have realistic expectations. You can't go, I'm going to take the gradual approach, yeah. but I want to fucking look like this yeah. and have healed all my issues yeah. and fixed my years yeah. of restrictive dieting and, yeah. you know, dysfunction. Yeah. So I think it's about... Yeah, it, and, and one of those things that kind of comes up in, in that regard where they're like, well, 
you're wanting me to do all these sort of things, but I still want to do this on a Thursday night with my friends or I still want to go out and, and eat out restaurants and whatever. And then on this day we have something at work and we go to, you know, whatever it is. And it's just like, if I follow your what you're telling me to do 100%, you know, I'm probably not going to be able to do any of those things and that feels really restrictive to me. And, you know, a lot of that time there's this misconception where they're like, well, I, I thought I was coming into your program to, to learn how to have an, a sustainable approach and that doesn't feel very sustainable. And it's like, hold on, you've, you, you've completely got your fucking wires crossed here because what's actually happening is all of the things that you have been doing that you mentioned just then that you want to continue to do are a big reason why you're in the situation that you're in you were always going to have to give up some of those things to, to really move the needle and put a big dent in what you're doing. Mm. And the reality is when it comes to balance, you've had enough balance for Well, you've X been unbalanced. You've been too much the other well, way. Well, that's right. Yeah. You've been too far. And, and, it, and it's just like all, all of that is now what is what you have right now. So it's just like, look, you're going to have to go a little bit further the other way. And like I said, have some of those hard conversations and start mm. saying no and sort of things. Because if you just don't go all in and make those big changes, the weeks will drag on. And then by the end, it's like, I haven't really made much change. I'm like, it's because you've done fuck all. And, and a lot of the time I have to remind people, they're like, yeah, but I've been in your program. I've paid to this and I'm doing this and I'm not seeing the results. And I'm like, you've been in the program. I agree. But it doesn't mean you're actually been following the program to the letter of what your coach has been telling you to do. Which is and also fine. Like we said, I think that's, that, that's fine. That, that's okay. You know, but it's you have to be realistic about what you can actually what you achieve. Can achieve. And, but it, I, and it's just well, on that point, if you've only seen a small result, it generally just means you've only made a small change. Hmm. There has to be a reflection point and kind of go, well, what are the things? Am I, how, how well am I actually prepping and tracking my food? Hmm. How well am I actually executing my training? Am I uploading my videos? Am I actually being proactive and asking my coach enough questions around how to do things a bit better. Like, am I actually mm. taking this or is it just purely a reactive approach? Coach says this, I'll do this to what I believe is good enough. And then when the result isn't exponential, mm. it's then, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a bit annoyed about that. Right. Mm. And, and I think, and, and look, I'm, I'm not saying all this to have a dig at anyone. A lot of this time it's, it's a case of you don't know what you don't know. So yeah. people's perception of, I just need to do this and this will be enough. Mm. And it's just like you can do that for a long enough and then when you realize it's not working or you're not getting a result, it's just like, well, your perception of what you believe should be good enough is way below our standard of what you should be doing. And there has to be some sort of compromise there where you start chipping away and kind of come more to what we're saying because these are the things that are actually going to move the needle for you. But I think, again, it comes back to that identity change. You know, yeah. like you have built this identity. You know, you might be the party girl. The one that goes out all the time, that drinks the alcohol, that doesn't prep the food, that doesn't eat regular meals. Mm. And I think you need to, you know, look at the person or look at the woman that you want to become and ask yourself, you know, what do they do every yeah. single day? Mm. You know, what are the choices that they make? What are the habits that they have in place? Yes. And then it's doing those things for long enough that you actually become that person. So be the person that inspires you. That was one yeah. of our, um, yeah. I don't know, the shit that we had on a wall at our gym, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is true, true, which is yeah. true. And, you know, like, I guess you just have to ask yourself, like, I love drinking. I really love, I love partying. Oh, God, I used to love to take drugs. And I'm not saying I'll never drink again or, you know, take mushies or whatever. I just think that 
you just have to ask yourself, do, am I happy being like this? You know, do I feel yeah. good? Do I feel stable? Do I sleep well? Do I have the body that I want? And, you know, it's it it's, can be hard initially, I think, when you're making the changes, but you just have to go all in and decide. Yep. You decide that you want to do it and then you make those choices every single day. And, yes. you know, you can just see the difference in the women that do it mm-hmm. and have made that conscious decision that this is what they want. Mm. doesn't mean that you don't make mistakes. It doesn't mean that you need to be perfect. Yep. You absolutely don't need to be perfect. It's consistent, imperfect action. But you really do have to change your identity. Mm. And I think, you know, like how you speak to yourself is important. I recorded a great podcast on Mel with that, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, just, uh, yeah, you just have to be – and I think one, one of the valuable things about coaching and why I've always invested in coaching, you've invested in coaching, is I think, you know, it's like it's external accountability turning into an internal habit. And so like I always use this example with clients, so, you know, most of the women we have in our program have kids. I'm like, so did you, you – know, when, you, when your kids were young and you're trying to teach them how to brush their bloody teeth, did you have to ask them to brush their teeth every day? Yes, yep, yep. And now that they're older, do they just brush their teeth without you even asking? And they're like, yep. I said, well, that's an example of external accountability turning into a habit. Mm. So that's the value of coaching is I think initially when it's difficult and you're really trying hard to change this identity – it's so valuable to have someone there to not only make the path easier, I think, and show you how to get there quicker, but it's that accountability because it's easy not to show up for yourself. It's easy to go, well, I'm just not going to train this week or I'm not going to do my food prep. But when you know you have to check in with someone and then you do this for long enough and you start to see results and you feel better and you can see this this new person, This you, you're evolving and you're feeling better and you're sleeping better and you're losing body fat. Eventually, you just become that person. You do it without yeah. the accountability. And I yeah. think you're able to when you, you know, like me, fall off the fucking wagon, you can pull yourself back because you're like, this is the person that I want to be. You know, what are the things that I need to do again to get back to that? So for me, it was just planning, prepping the food, you know, cutting back on the bit of the social events. Like we've had a few really quiet weekends and it's been amazing. I yeah. feel so recharged, <laughs> you know, pr- really prioritizing our sleep, you know, getting back into like, tr- you know, and my training's been better just because I've had more sleep and consistency with the food and it hasn't taken long and I feel amazing, you know. Cycles back on track, no sore boobs after ovulation. You know, these are all just indicators to me that what I'm doing is working, yep. you know, which I already know it fucking works. I just have to do it. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's, yeah, and you'll, you'll become this new person. Then you'll be at, at the times that you go off track, you'll pull yourself back. You'll pull yeah. yourself back. You'll well, you know back. exactly what you need to do because you've done it before and know what that result feels like when you mm. do everything right. You know, you're just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to prioritize all the things I need to do to get back to that, mm. you know, but, but it becomes effortless. You mm. know, it really does. It's it's just, you see it, you're like, oh, this is just what it is. I just need to do this, mm. do you know? And I, I think that 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 is very freeing and I think a lot of people never get to experience that because mm. if you don't go in and you actually, you know, start to feel better and you do it for long enough and then you have a, you know, like you've done, had a few weeks where you've had things on and whatever and you start to feel like shit. You're like, oh my God, is this what I used to feel like all the totally. time? But, I still but, live like that. Yeah, I know, but a lot of people do that every day and it's sort of like if you never actually change, you just believe this is just the way it is. This is just mm. how you feel. And until you actually feel amazing, you're like, oh my God, man, I do not want to go back to that. And it's, and just, it's not really difficult. It's like, like touching lot, an electric yeah. fence. Like, a lot of the things we teach, like it's so interesting when I – 
you know, interview women uh, in our coaching program, you know, and they've been successful. They they just say to me, wow, Kitty, right, it's actually not that difficult. Yeah. You know, it's eating adequate calories, you know, eating well-balanced meals. Like, it's so simple. Yeah. You know, whatever the meal frequency that suits you, yeah. protein, carbs and fat, you know, re-educating yourself on what are actual nutrient-dense foods like liver and oysters and fruit and dairy and all these foods that the fitness industry tells you, you know, like we shouldn't eat dairy and you shouldn't eat, you know, sugar and people, women are scared of fruit, like including these incredible foods in, in your diet and you're getting adequate sleep, Yeah, you know, training and building muscle, you know, trying to like build your, your stress, resiliency to stress, mm. but then also potentially like looking at your life like, like we have in the last few weeks going, okay, we've done me, which is, it's actually always me, never you. That just booking in too much shit mm. so that, you know, we've just had no time, downtime to really recuperate and rest because our work is busy. Mm. You know, sometimes saying no to things and asking yourself, why am I really doing that? You know, mm. so is it in alignment with mm. what I want to do, who I want to be? Um, I'm not saying you should socialise because I think having social connections is, is important, but it's a balance, right? Like if you're out socialising every fucking day, maybe yeah. a bit too much. Yeah. Um, but you know, when you pull it, you know, don't drink too much piss. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> don't eat too many mushies. Um, you know, so I think it's just, you know, once you do all this stuff and you learn about these things, you're like, wow, it's, you know, get some sunshine, activity, you know, yeah. have some fun, fun do yeah. some things that you enjoy. Like yeah. it could be cook. Like I really like cooking. You know, Craig really loves playing his guitar. Mm. You know, he loves watching basketball. Mm. <laughs> He's a N- NBA fanatic mm, so you know whatever it is you know might be playing with your kids it might be cooking it might be reading mm. it might be hiking i don't know but just some things that you enjoy that fill up your cup and yeah when you strip it right back it's not that difficult mm. Mm. but it's just consistency over time and it's slow yep. you know and everyone wants a quick fix we all want to take the supplement and we want the biohack or the bloody you know um, but it's so reassuring because it's so – once you know this, you're like, okay, well, this is what I have to do to get back on track and feel good again. It's not that difficult. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you become that person. That's, That's right. It. Three stages of success. Yeah. Knowing, doing, becoming. becoming. Yep. Cool. Well, thanks again, Craig, for joining me. No worries. Thanks again. It's a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. So, uh, as always, take a screenshot of the episode and share your biggest takeaways on Instagram stories and tag me at K-I-T-T-Y-B-L-O-M-F-I-E-L-D. And each month I pick a winner and they get a tub of Saturay Premium Collagen and we'll be back again next week. (laughs) 